0: Good morning, Trinity Lutheran Church. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to our service at eight o'clock on this uh, third Sunday of Epiphany. Glad you're here. This little single, this little song about uh, about us all being in this together. We can uh, lean on each other and pull everybody on board. We are all in the boat. A song by Tom Walker, uh, one of the members of the old Rural Characters band. We are all in the boat. We're all in the boat Drifted on the sea Trying to stay afloat Water as far as the eye can see But reach into your heart Find the hope Her and send it off like a bird then keep your eyes on the horizon one day she'll return to leave this fragile vessel safely home when the waves become like mountains and the rain is pouring down a leaky boat And anyone could drown Well I do believe I've been there And you may be there too But whatever pain you're drowning in We're holding out for you We're all in the boat Drifting on the sea Trying to stay afloat water as far as the eye can see, but reach into your heart, find a hope word, find the healing gesture, and send it off like a bird, then keep your eyes on the horizon, one day she'll return this fragile vessel safely a home one day will come a rainbow and all the rain will be gone but we can't afford anyone overboard so help us all hang on and we'll send a bird out daily for the While one of us is homeless, none of us is whole. Sing along. We're all in the boat, drifting on the sea, trying to stay afloat, water as far as the eye can see. But reach into your heart, find the hopeful world, and send it off like a bird then keep your eyes on the horizon one day she'll return to leave this fragile vessel safe So we'll move to uh, another song of invitation and glad to be here called Let Us Go, a setting of Psalm 122. Sing that antiphon with me whenever uh, whenever it shows up. Notice that one long word in the middle. Just hang on to that and sing with all your might. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Sister and brother and father and mother and all the people, are whole in your house oh god here we go i was glad when they said to me let us go into the house of the lord our feet are standing in your gates oh yahweh our creator the people come to praise your name in the house of justice we hear your call Let us go into the house of the Lord. Peace to the people, pray peace and justice to God's creation, to God's many people on earth. I was glad when they said to let us go into the house of the Lord. Pray peace unto your houses and pray peace unto the cities. Since all are God's creation I say peace be with you as God lives here with us. I was glad when they said to me let us go
1: Well thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm the new guy here, Jim. Nice to see you all. Uh, Carl wrote that piece for us 25 years ago. That was uh when we moved into the sanctuary. That was the first song we sang together as a congregation 25 years ago. So thank you Carl, thank you Ron for being here. Thank you all for being here. Um thank you, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank, for, thank you for keeping all the fires going and, and uh, the doors open when uh, I was off running around. And thank you to everyone who covered uh, uh, so beautifully for me. Everyone's been saying, we, we didn't even miss you. They did such a great job. <laughs> so uh, I'll see you this summer. And uh, no, it's good that we're here together. Now we're going to start uh, with a, uh, a statement that we make to each other, an important statement about our church uh, and uh, God's uh, understanding of hospitality. Mine is a church where everybody's welcome. We worship together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd invite you to stand as we sing together.
0: For clarity. top
1: This morning, either all are welcome, either all are welcome, all are welcome in God's house, all are welcome in God's house, doubters and skeptics, young and old, everyone equal, as we lift your name on high. Our hymn of praise, Lord, I lift your name on high.
0: Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing. I oh.
1: Offer you our very lives and our praise and worship. We pray that you'd open our eyes this day that we may see the possibilities that are before us. Give us joy, give us wonder, give us gratitude, give us hope and a vision for a better future. Inspire us by your Holy Spirit that we might believe and then act in your name pray in the name that is above all others, Jesus Christ our lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning.
2: Good morning. This is a special Sunday for me. Pastor Jim's back. Amen. And the reading First lesson is one of my favorites. And the song at the end of our service today brought to us by Carl and his uh, brother's four partners. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, and this evening I get to watch all creatures great and small on public television. Beautiful, (laughs) beautiful. The first lesson is from Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing, and we do that beautifully. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts With praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. The word of the Lord.
0: Song by Peter Mayer. When I was a boy, each week Sunday we would go to church pay attention to the priest, and he would read the holy word, and consecrate the holy bread, and everyone would kneel and bow, today the only difference is, everything is holy now, everything, everything, everything is holy now. When I was in Sunday school, we would learn about the time. Moses split the sea in two, and Jesus made the water wide. I remember feeling sad, miracles don't have it still. Now I bow my head, because everything's a miracle, everything Everything, everything's a miracle Wine from water is not so small But an even better magic trick Is that anything is here at all So, the challenging thing becomes Not to look for miracles But finding where there isn't one When holy water was rare at best hardly wet my fingertips But now I have to hold my breath Like I'm swimming in a sea of it It used to be a world half-fair Heaven's second-rate hand-me-down but I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is holy now everything, everything, everything is holy now. Read a questioning child's face And say that's not a testament that'd be very hard to say see another new morning come and say it's not a sacrament i tell you that it can't be dull. this morning outside i stood and saw a little red-winged bird shining like a burning bush. Singing like a scripture verse It made me want to bow my head I remember when church let out How things have changed since then Everything's now. It used to be a world half there Heaven's second rate had me down But I walk it with a rarity Cause everything's me. Thank you.
1: Amen. Thank you, uh, Carl, Ron, Jim. Thank you. Everything is holy now. Aren't those beautiful words? Beautiful song. Thank you. And thank you, Daryl, for reading that beautiful uh, psalm of great thanksgiving for the people of God coming together uh, to worship. Uh, Carol and Daryl have been here in this congregation since, I don't know, Kennedy was in the White House or something, I'm thinking. But uh, a long time, very faithful. We're very thankful Uh, as well. Everything is holy now. A new year is ours. Think of the possibilities we have now in this new year. I've come home this morning, the uh, wandering uh, prodigal son. I've come home, but you've come home too. We share this home. We share this home, this place where our family gathers, a place of grace of t-shirts and sweatshirts where everyone's welcome and everyone's equal. It was either this t-shirt or my Green Bay Packers uh, (laughs) shirt today. And I woke up in the morning and put this one on. Everyone welcome. I welcome you, and I thank you for the welcome that you've given me as I've come home. During my sabbatical, Felicia and I walked hundreds of miles in 10 different countries, And one night, on an evening stroll in a major city, as we were walking along, I happened to look down, and what did I see on the sidewalk blowing in front of me but a uh, a $20 bill? It was just sitting there, waiting to be picked up. So I reached down, I picked it up, took, took care of it, picked it up before it blew away. And I looked at it, and I wondered, like, where had it been? Who had lost this bill? And I asked myself, what would Jesus do? And then I knew. Half a block away was a small 24-hour grocery store. So I took that $20 bill and I walked in and I turned it into wine. (laughs) Okay, that's mostly a joke. I actually did find the $20 bill, but I think actually I turned it into pasta the next day. But... uh, A new year, a new day. 342 days of 2020 are just stretched out before us. The story of this year has yet to be written, and we get to help write it. And so I ask you with that in mind, are you optimistic today? Are you excited about this year to come? The opportunities that are before us? Or maybe you'd say, describe yourself as being a little more pandemically weary than optimistic. Both would be understandable. I think Jesus has something to say to us. And our text assigned is from the Gospel of John. And in this text, Jesus is just getting started. After 30 quiet years at home in the carpenter's shop of Nazareth, After being touched by the Holy Spirit in baptism and tested by the devil in the wilderness, he's now ready to start his ministry. We will find ourselves in the small village in Galilee known as Cana. Not much of a city then or now. I've been there on a few occasions, but we usually just drive by it now. There's not much to see there. Our story is found in the opening days of Jesus' ministry, but but before we get there, I'd kind of like to skip ahead, if you would. I'd like to skip ahead some 12 chapters and almost three years in his journey to a time when the shadow of the cross was before Jesus and his followers would soon face a world without him. In the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John, Jesus gathers his disciples in close And he tells them this, he says, the works that I do, you will be able to do. In fact, you will do even greater works. I want you to hear that now, greater works. Greater works are promised. And this from the one who walked on water, who raised the dead, who cured the sick, who spoke on behalf of the poor and oppressed. Greater things? Really, Jesus? My friends, these are not just words from a history book. Not at all. We believe that Jesus is present with us today. Jesus is addressing the people of Trinity Lutheran Church. You, that's right, looking at you and saying you can do even greater things. You can feed the hungry. You can care for the dying. Your life matters. People are depending upon you. And so I believe as we venture into 2022 together that we can do great things. Do I believe that? I do. And why do I believe that? Because I've seen it. For more than 30 years here, against all odds, I have seen it, and in 2021, in the midst of a very disruptive pandemic, I've seen it all over again. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will be able to do, check that, you'll be able to do even greater works, but he wasn't quite done, there was a caveat in there. Remember the caveat? Jesus said you must believe. You must first believe that it is possible. You see, it begins with belief. If we believe, then we will be inspired to act on that belief. Because what we believe matters. What we believe informs our behavior. If we give ourselves over, if we give ourselves over to despair, if we allow ourselves to be rendered helpless by a 24-hour news cycle, if we believe that the world is going to hell and there's not a thing that we can do about it, then that will become a reality, or at least it will become our reality. But Jesus promises us something different. Jesus promises us that we can do great things. Now, that's just as an introduction, because now I'm going to invite you to come with me to Cana in Galilee, to the second chapter of John's Gospel. And as we come in, Jesus is still wet behind the ears from his baptism. And he's really not done anything yet. And what is he doing in Cana in Galilee, you ask? Well, he's come to a party a wedding, a wedding that would be followed by a lavish wedding feast. The entire village was looking forward to the party. The guest list included his mother, Mary, Jesus, and some of his new disciples. The vows were exchanged. The glass was broken, mazel tov! The couple kisses, perhaps for the first time. And the party gets rolling. Garters are thrown. Speeches are made. They dance the hokey pokey. And the disciples excel at the Macarena. (laughs) And then, wait for it, then the unspeakable happens. They run out of wine. Twenty years ago, uh, Trindy hosted a big summer party at Playground in the Park by the Southwood High School. We called it Worship in the Park. And as the service was starting to close down, you could smell the charcoal. Charcoal was in the air, a hundred tasty chickens were on the grills. They had given their lives for our picnic. <laughs> After inspiring music and a forgettable sermon, the party began. I was working the crowd, meeting new people, seeing the faces of famished people who had not eaten since breakfast. <laughs> now, there were still 30 or so people in line when a distressed grill master took hold of my arm. The words he spoke have haunted me for 20 years. The words still visit me on occasion in nightmares. He said, we've run out of chicken." We've run out of chicken. We have nothing left to give them. For me, the party was over. In Cana and Galilee, 2,000 years ago, despite careful planning and multiple trips to Costco, they had run out of wine. I guess there must have been more Lutherans there than Southern Baptists at the wedding. But then again, I talked to a security guard some years back in South Carolina, and he said to me, you know the difference between Lutherans and Southern Baptists in South Carolina? I said, no. He said, well, the Lutherans, they'll, they'll talk to you in the liquor store. <laughs> 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 but boom The unimaginable had happened in Cana and Galilee. They had run out of wine. Now Mary, the mother of our Lord, she becomes aware of this problem, and she is distressed. You see, no couple should start out their married life with this embarrassment. So what does Mary do? She finds her son, Jesus. And the conversation goes something like this. Jesus, they have no wine. They've run out of wine. And Jesus says, Mother, that's not your problem. And it's certainly not my problem. I guess they should have hired a wedding coordinator. Mary looked at her son, this precious little baby given to her on a starry, starry night in Bethlehem. The son whose very birth was a miracle beyond comprehension. And she gives him kind of, you know, the look. (laughs) You know the one, the look a mother can give a son. She says, Jesus. And he says, but mother, my time's not yet come. My time has not yet come. Mary nods to the nervous waitstaff and says, just do what he tells you. Now, in the corner of the banquet hall, there were six stone jars. These jars were huge. They'd hold 20 or 30 gallons each. Jesus then instructed the waiters to fill the jars with water. Water? Are you kidding me, Jesus? We've run out of wine, don't you understand? The guests may be a little under the influence, but they're certainly not so drunk that they cannot tell the difference between water and wine. Just fill them, Jesus said, fill them to the brim with water. And when they had done so, Jesus said, now, draw some out. Draw some out and you taste it. And then take your glass to the chief wine steward. Let him taste it and see what he thinks. And when the sommelier tasted the wine, his eyes lit up. He said, where in the world did this wine come from? California? It's the best wine I've ever tasted. It's extraordinary. And with that, he went directly to the groom, the groom who would have been disgraced by a hospitality faux pas. And the sommelier said, I am really impressed, son. Usually the good wine is served first when the guests can still taste it. Later, we open the box wine. But you, You've set a new standard. Your hospitality, it's over the top. Your wedding will be remembered for generations. People in Freeland will still be talking about it 2,000 years from now. Everyone was happy now. Everyone was amazed. And the text ends by telling us that the disciples believed in Jesus. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what they believed. Perhaps they believed that Jesus had a future in the catering business. Perhaps they believed he was the life of the party. It seems unlikely that they would have jumped to the conclusion that he was the Messiah. After all, this was his first miracle. No one had been cured of leprosy. No one had been raised from the dead yet. What did they believe? Maybe they just believed that they had seen enough to encourage them to stick around and see what Jesus was all about. Now remember the promise of Jesus now. He said even greater works will be ours if if we believe. Are you optimistic? Are you hopeful for the year ahead? Will 2020 be a year of miracles for us? Now the news cycles are rather ominous these days, I'll give you that. In real time, we hear about every war and insurrection. Every disaster is brought fresh to our doorstep. Sad stories from the four corners of the world show up in our news feed. We are bombarded with foreboding predictions about the future of our country and the future of our planet. None of this is news, of course. There's nothing new under the sun. Except that we get it constantly. It comes to us repeatedly, over and over again, causing us anxiety. Listen, your grandparents, they had a lot to worry about. And they'd go to bed worrying about things, but they never went to bed at night worrying about Tonga or the ice in Antarctica. You see, since the dawn of the human family, there has always been plenty of bad news. Bad news is nothing new. There have always been disasters and famines and plagues and wars and rumors of wars. No generation has ever been spared the human experience in this broken world. So we need to get over it a little bit and put that anxiety in its rightful place things are not any worse than they ever have been. In fact, by and large, they're much better. We must believe. For if we are rendered helpless, paralyzed by fear and foreboding, then we are to be pitied for our lack of faith. We must believe that God is with us, and we must claim our place as disciples of Jesus, miracle workers today. Jesus promised that we could do even greater works if we believed. Water into wine? Yes. Even greater works? Yes, if we believe. You see, we must believe the promises of God and then in turn, we must believe in ourselves that we can do it, that we can make a difference with God as our partner because belief is, informs and inspires behavior. Doubt stifles action and breeds despair. In the darkest hours of World War II when there was very little reason for hope, Winston Churchill inspired the people of England to persevere. Never give up. Never give up, Churchill said. Churchill knew that if people lost hope that the war effort would be lost also. Churchill, who said, fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Jesus turned water into wine. In 2022, we will turn water into wine. Ordinary people, that's what we are. We are ordinary people. 60% of our bodies are just ordinary water. But ordinary people working together for the common good can make a difference. Ordinary people who believe that God is with us can become an extraordinary community working to change the world for the better and for good. Let me be very clear. I don't expect any of you, I don't expect the people of God at Trinity Lutheran Church to broker peace between Russia and the Ukraine. Our prayers will not magically stop COVID-19 or cure the ills of racism. We cannot single-handedly stop climate change or the problems associated with global migration. But if we allow those realities to render us helpless, then we are turning our backs on the sacred calling that God has entrusted to us. Can do great things if we believe that we can do great things. Will we be motivated by love and inspired by hope? Or will we give ourselves over to paralyzing despair? Let me tell you I believe. I believe in you. I see you. You inspire me. I see your kindness. I see you offering assistance to your aging neighbors. I see you volunteering in our community. I see you sending cards to shut-ins and those who are grieving. I see you as you generously offer support to local nonprofits and the victims of disaster and poverty. And what I see inspires me. Your good works kindle a fire of hope within me, and I believe. I believe that we will do again in 2022 what we have done in the past. And we may even do greater works. 2022 will be an outstanding year for us at Trinity Lutheran Church. In our lesson today, what we see is God's standard operating procedure the ordinary becomes the extraordinary. Common water becomes extravagant wine. And that wine, that, that extravagant wine, it's, it's, it's all around us. I don't know if you see it, but it's everywhere. If we have the eyes to see, if familiarity doesn't blind us or if fear does not distort our vision, we will see the wine of God's creation all around us. The common elements of the periodic table, dance together as the master artist paints the cosmos and painstakingly colors each leaf and bug. The wine of God's creation bathes our senses and calls forth our creativity. God's creation is wild and diverse and ever-changing, evolving, unpredictable, and breathtaking. Do you see it? But the enemies of familiarity and fear are always close by. Familiarity and fear become the enemies of wonder and gratitude. Just for instance, I want you to look at the person next to you, or look at those behind you or in front of you. They're hidden behind a mask, they are broken. And they are afraid. They sometimes believe and sometimes they doubt. They're more like you than different. And they are a unique child of God. When we fail to see the beauty of creation or the beauty of each and every one of our neighbors, what do we do? We unwittingly turn wine into water we turn wine into water when we see diversity not as a thing of beauty but as something to be feared. We fear the immigrant. We fear those of other colors. We fear those of other religions. We fear the diversity of God's creation and that fear that stifles us is sin. Black or white Asian or African, Muslim or Jew, gay or straight, Republican or Democrat. Familiarity and fear are the enemies of wonder and gratitude. Felicia and I visited 10 countries this fall, and we talked to people from India and Indonesia and the UK and France and Canada and Italy and Greece and Mexico and the Ukraine and Romania and Texas <laughs> Antigua and Barbados we talked to the rich and the poor the illiterate and the literate and here's my report each individual unique in human history those with varied backgrounds varied religious backgrounds or lack of religion those of different colors and ages they were beautiful and what did they do? They loved their families, and they were hard-working and appreciative for what they had, and they were quick to share a story or a smile or a photo of their children or their grandchildren. They were human, created in the image of God, flesh and blood. Their roots, like ours, trace back to creation. Their parents, our parents... They shared with us the daily struggles and joys. They are strong and frail all at once. They bleed when they're cut and they cry when they're hurt. For God so loved the world that he gave his son and Jesus was not a Lutheran and Jesus certainly was not white. Jesus came to all people, that all people might have a more abundant life. Jesus became one of us. He took on our flesh. He was born as we were born. He was a Jew, but he came for every race and every tongue. He would teach us how to turn water into wine if we believe. We must believe. For we can only turn water into wine if we believe that we can turn water into wine. 2022 is going to be a great year. I believe that, because you've inspired me to believe that. Wonder and gratitude. Everything is holy now. Everything is beautiful. The gospel of the Lord. Please remain seated. Carl's going to sing for us.
0: Jesus loves the little children, all the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. You know this part. Everything is beautiful. So blind as they who will not see We must not close our mind We must let our thoughts be free For every hour that passes by You know the world gets a little bit older It's time to realize that beauty lies In the eyes of the beholder. Shows from without with the love that lives within we're gonna get it all together now and everything gonna work out fine just take a little time to look on the good side my friend and straighten it out in your
1: invite you to stand as we lift our hearts to god in prayer daryl's going to lead us in the prayers Uh, we have a sung response we lift our prayer we'll sing that once right now and then after each petition let us pray this is a new uh,
0: response for us based on an, an old russian kyrie sing it once we lift our prayer before God, we do implore you, hear the prayer we bring to you this day.
2: Gracious God, open our hearts as we pray for the church, our community, and the world. God of miracles, we give you thanks for all creation, Grant us the grace to grow into fuller understanding of our role of stewards on Earth. Let us work for a sustainable future for all species, where water runs clear and we humans learn to clean up our messes as we were taught when we were young. Let us, sheep of your pasture, see beyond our current day to the generations yet to come that they may thrive on this good green earth. Hear our prayer. We lift our prayer before you.
0: God, we do implore you. Hear the prayer we bring to you this day.
2: God of hope, May we find words so effective that they move the hearts and minds of all who govern the countries of our world, our nation, and our community. Give those in seats of power the vision and courage to act now to resolve conflicts in peaceful and equitable ways. We pray especially for the situation in Ukraine and Russia that people may return to the abundant life you have offered and be able to live into a future without fear hear our prayer
0: we lift our prayer before you god we
2: Pray for the sick, those who are disabled, those in the hospital or facing death. Guide the hands of doctors and nurses and heal both body and soul. Be with Betty Lehman as she enters hospice care. And we ask your healing and supportive presence be with Dave and George Ann Park as Dave struggles with his illness and a new place is found for his future care. Give them strength and surround them with love. Hear our prayer. We lift our prayer before you. God,
0: we do implore you. Hear the
2: prayer we bring to you this day. God of mercy, the meditations of our hearts and the words of our mouths have not always been a reflection of our love for you. We are sorry for the times when our words and actions have served our own needs rather than benefit your people. Open our hearts to your healing. Let us make a joyful noise to honor you and guide us to live gratefully in response to your grace. Hear our prayer. We lift
0: our prayer before
2: Every land and nation, your steadfast love endures forever. Listen to our cries, grant that we may follow you. All will know the power of your love in the world. All these things and whatever else is upon our hearts, we lift to you, gracious God, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
1: The peace of the Lord be with you. Please share a pandemic greeting with one another. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that greeting of peace. <laughs> Lots of announcements printed in your bulletin today. Uh, first of all, happy birthday to Earl Lawson, mm-hmm. and a happy anniversary to Earl and Verna—63 years for them. <laughs> and uh congratulations and they uh, uh gave the beautiful altar flowers uh today so thank you for that verna and earl uh, jack and pam Nisley are celebrating 58 years this week as well so um we're thankful for that also um lots of announcements there uh you should note that we have a congregational meeting uh, about 11:30 today if you want to come back for that congregational meeting annual reports will be available then uh, at that meeting and then they'll be available to everybody after that as well. Uh, reports, a uh, f- few elections and some Thanksgivings. You can also watch it online. We're going to be streaming it. You, can't vo- you won't have a vote or voice online. You'll just be watching but uh, you're certainly welcome to do that as well. That was all an announcement uh, that did come out uh, for you this uh, yesterday. Um, Deacon Amy our Director of Christian Education, you got some announcements for us?
3: I do have some announcements. Uh, This morning, Sunday School continues between worship services at 910, Sunday School for Kids in the Gym and Adult Education down the hall in the Fireside Room. This Week in Adult Ed is the second in a four-part series on the Secret Files of the Inquisition. So that's Mm -hmm. a video that Linda Neverman Mm -hmm. is running with a, a discussion following. Confirmation class will meet today. We'll be attending the, um, the, the annual meeting and then playing some games and having lunch together. And our youth group this week, every Wednesday we meet at five. This week is on Zoom. Next week we'll be back on campus in person. And then we are optimistically looking forward to returning to a little bit of normal with some upcoming trips. Our elementary students have an opportunity to go back to Camp Lutherwood in Bellingham for a 24 hour retreat. Uh, That'll be March 11th to 12th, so there's information and a sign-up sheet for that in the gym. And then our high school students get to return to Holden Village this spring for May Youth Weekend. That will be May 19th to 22nd. And again, information and sign-up sheet in the gym. So lots of good things happening at your church. Thanks.
1: Very good. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Deacon Amy. And uh, Carl, you have anything for us? Nothing? Nothing. Good. Perfect. Um, we're we're uh, we're starting uh, we're starting the year the way we um, lived and uh, ended last year. I'm going to uh, pull my mask on. I'm going to ask Jonna and Jack to come up. Christy, and Mike, will you come up for a minute? Spread out up here. Um, there you go. What are we doing? We're doing what we do all year long. There you go. So uh, we started the year, started in January, and we started writing some checks. This is all, we can do this because of you. Those people online, welcome wherever you're at, and those who are in the pews today, we can do this uh, because of you. So I think uh, they might have projections of these big checks so you can see them if you can't read them. Uh, Yes, we got the first one. Over here, John has got a gifts from the heart. You know gifts from the heart? It's a food bank in Coopville. Coopville, Green Bank area serves that area. We support that uh, all year long. We, we uh, support Gifts in the Heart. And we sent them a check as we started the year here in January for $2,700. And Jack uh, nisley has got good cheer. Um, that is the, the food bank right in Bayview. And uh, we sent them $3,000 uh, as well in the first week of January. And Christy's got a big one there for ELCA World Hunger. Uh, $7,000 from this parish out to ELCA World Hunger in the first week of January. And then Mike's got the disaster relief check. This is money you all gave uh, to help with the disasters that have been going on, the, the tornadoes in the Midwest, and it's $20,000. Now, you just add that up and it's something. I oh, know funny. Uh, it's $32,700 and um, again as you'll see in the annual report as you've heard this is not an anomaly this is what we do these are the miracles that we do together and last year during the pandemic every hour of the year we gave 42 dollars away that's you not me we together 42 dollars one thousand and seven dollars each and every day of those 365 days in the year last year left our campus to do good and so all i can say is thank you thank you all because together we make a powerful difference we're going to put these checks up outside the rest with the other checks you can just put them back on the altar and thank you to our volunteers <laughs> And now if there are no other announcements i would invite you uh, to stand together and we'll lift our hearts to god as we sing together the lord's prayer
0: our father in heaven hallowed be your save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil and the
1: As you depart from this place of worship and go out those doors to make a difference in the world, know that you do not go alone. We go together, and God goes with us. And as we go, may God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our sending him, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Jesus and peace to love and serve the Lord thanks Thanks be to God
0: and you are invited to stick around and sing let love go forward you can also go get a cookie but you're welcome to stay and sing love is a candle that lights up the night Love is a star that we follow to daylight. Love is a lighthouse that leads us safely home. The surest light we'll ever know. Let love go forward from this time and place. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>